I've already peed myself, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like sitting here thinking, I was like, I could wear like, I could go astronaut style with a diaper. Yeah, just full Um, blown, yeah. Pee pads. No. Lay the pee pads down. Being a mom, man, the sacrifices <laughs> on your body, it's legit. Uh, so all you men go out and buy your wife a bottle of bourbon or and pee pads. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Blind Dram Season 2, episode number 13. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, you know, that podcast where it takes us a full year to get through one season and we started recording season two before we've even put out the finishing parts of season one but it's fine it's life is weird right we're gonna go with it so we've got our normal crew this evening me Amanda and then we have Mary Beth hello and Amber hey we're back so exciting and we have an announcement we have a fourth member who is not joining us this evening but is here in spirit uh shelly who is our new editor so yay thanks shelly for taking literally the one thing i hated about the podcast off of my shoulders so hopefully it won't take a full year to get the season two out but we'll see uh we'll see special bit this evening is we have three different whiskeys that we're trying and we have them labeled a b and c and we have three different glasses that we're going to be tasting each one out of so each glass has the whiskey that i think will highlight that whiskey the best i may have said that backwards we're going to go with it each whiskey is i paired with a glass to highlight the special things in the whiskey. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Did that make sense? Or we're just, I'm going to go with it. I got it. It's, it's, it's fine. It's all fine. (laughs) Okay. So whiskey a is going to go in the Glen Cairn. And before you pour anything, Amber, get your jigger out. And we're going to do a half an ounce of each whiskey into each glass. Oh, you're making us measure this season. That's I, yes. <laughs> so between each pour, you're going to do a half an ounce into each glass and then just put a little bit of water from your water cup in the jigger and then swirl it around and either dump it or drink it just so you get, you, you're not mixing the whiskeys. No remnants. No remnants. So we're going to put a half an ounce in each. So if you want to put the glasses in order, A is going in the Glen Cairn, B is going in the neat glass. And C is going in the blender's glass, or if you're my sister and totally checked out this season already, uh, you're going to put it in a rocks glass. (laughs) It's, it's fine, but I will pick on you pretty much forever about this. I know, at least I have my Glen Cairn, right? (laughs) Definitely didn't text you about it last week or anything. It's fine. You're fired. How the hell do I get this in here? Carefully. I'm going to spill it. That's why we're pouring it now before. Yeah. Sober MB is a lot easier to pour it in this. I feel bad. I don't know. Should we? They're already drinking. So never. It's already open. Can't can't change it now. Mary said, hell no, we're not doing it on another day. (laughs) Mary Beth and I will do the experiment. Amber, you'll have to do it another time or something. That's fine. I'm sorry. I suck. You're fine. Okay. So we... Which glass are you guys putting B in? Just so I can kind of look at mine. It's like short and 
squatting. And it has um, this rim kind of, so this is the neat glass. Yeah. And so it's got like this bulb at the bottom and the rim kind of comes, is flared out almost like, I don't know. It looks like, it looks like like a a fishbowl. Kind of like a fishbowl. Yeah. Do you have any vases that you could use? (laughs) Do you have any fishbowls in your basements? Okay. So what we're doing here is we've got the different size openings. So you see how this one has the Glencairn has like the bulb and then it comes up straight. Yes. And then this one flares out and then the master blender glass, this onion shaped one kind of comes to a hard point in. Hmm. I love that one. That's really interesting. Do you have any, do, do you have, I guess what we could do is any cups that have like a lid on it that you can open the lid to have just a smaller oh. opening so it concentrates it at the top. It's like a mason jar. It's not really. I was trying to think of like a kid's cup or something that you can cover. Well, your sham- your champagne flute you have is it smaller at the Hers top. Hers f- flares out a bit. That oh. might be good to use for B. I don't know. I was trying to think of anything else that we could use over. I have one of those, like, what about like the coffee cup that has the, I do have that. Yeah. This, cause at least, uh, what is this? Those, um, like a Yeti. cups yeah, yeah. that has the little opening on the top. At least then you're getting the concentrated scent to like a teeny tiny hole. I don't know if that'll be the same. So For C. we're going to, we're doing a tertiary experiment here, I guess. I'm sorry. This is, for all our, this is for the viewers that don't have the glass. Well, they need to get the glass. I love your office, Mary Beth. Mary Beth, you're just, you're such an encourager. So that one for C? So, yes. So use your Yeti cup for C. Use the wine flute, I guess, for B. And then the Glencairn for if you live in the backwoods of Tennessee, don't worry about fancy glass. Just get you a tumbler from Dollar <laughs> Store and just throw <laughs> Don, Don, I told him, I was like, Amber doesn't have her goddamn glass. And he goes, tell her to use a solo cup. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> you know, she's got one of those. That's little true. Dixie cup. Uh, silver lining, at least I didn't forget the whiskey true Mm -hmm. what if i just had the cups i'm like hey um (laughs) i actually don't have the whiskey to put here okay so while we'll go ahead and nose a you can start nosing a b and c and if you want to be real fancy about it go back and smell the back of your arm between them if you remember that kind of helps clear the nasal passages yeah so let's start with a and we'll do some nosing of A first. So we'll get our flavor wheel out. So mm. I remember where I have that. I have been craving whiskey for like days now. I hope you guys carved up because it's going to be, there's three of them in a cocktail. So this will be fun. I did. Which is also why I limited you to half an ounce in your, in your glass. You're so responsible. You know, I try. I, I drink bourbon almost every night now. So I feel like I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mary Beth's liver. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Mary Bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Man, this smells really good. Um, I do have one I 
want you to try. Oh. I drank an entire glass neat and I, or no, I'm sorry. I drank it on ice. I'm not gonna lie, but I didn't Nothing wrong with that. I didn't add anything to it. And I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. It's gonna be a surprise. Ooh, is that gonna be the one that you do your episode on next season? So. Yeah. Okay, so what are you smelling? Uh, it's been so long. I've, it I smelled, smelled, sorry, go ahead. It sounds stupid, but like spicy honey almost. I don't know. That's not stupid. In fact, oh. I have a, a little packet of spiced honey in my pantry <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting like brown sugar vanilla getting like caramel yeah molasses the hmm. it smells very good it does smell good mm. don't don't taste anything yet we're gonna do all of our sniffing first okay it's like cake is this, this is like a tea. smells like dessert i can see that i'd say cake Side note, I tried the left, the, what was left of the Bren. Yeah. Recently. And I was like, this is like candy. Right. Like, it's a com like try that as a first time bourbon person, whiskey person, and then try it like 20 bottles later. It's so different. <laughs> Night and day, isn't it? Like how much we've changed and just. 12 yeah. episodes it's like a year it's like a dessert wine like I think of like if I have like a dessert wine like an iced wine Bren is like a, a like a dessert whiskey do you still think banana runs because I do yeah yeah sorry like, side note I just it's funny like the first time we tried it we were like complete newbies you know and mm -hmm. I tried it like late recently and I was like it was so good it was just like it was a completely different experience because I've had a variety of things now I just got a big hit of vanilla and like, um, like toast, like, mm -hmm. like fresh, fresh baked bread. Hmm. Have you? Okay. Well, here we go. Me going pompous already. What? 10 minutes in. <laughs> so when you bake your own bread and the smell of it baking, like that smell, that yeasty, fresh wheat and, uh, and then like the next day when you're toasting it or it, when you make, did I, did I make the, the, the creme brulee French toast with the, um, no. the, well, I know what I'm making you guys next time you come down, but I do a uh, creme brulee French toast on like the challah bread, uh, mm. like that you make the fresh challah bread. And then anyway, that's what I'm getting from this. That's very specific, but that is very like, I don't. I guess I, I don't know what that smells like, so it's hard for me to know, but I almost smell like um, apple cider. Oh, I don't yeah. know why, for some reason, when I like re-smelt it, I came back to it and I was like, I smell like the apple cider with like a cinnamon stick kind of in it, you know, like not very cinnamon. I could, I could see that. Yeah. I was almost getting like a blueberry note there for a minute. <sighs> okay. It smells good. Okay. This okay. is good. So I think. It was real good. Too much toasty and blueberry. Okay, clear the nose. All right, now onto glass two. And did we say color? Uh -uh. Kind of like a toasty gold almost. Yeah, it's pretty light. I'm going with like gold amber somewhere mm -hmm. in there. Okay. 
Okay, number two. It's kind of funny to put this thing on your face. I know, that feels funny. How are you doing with your uh, champagne flute there, Amber? Instead of your neat glass. Okay, so B is, now we're sniffing out of the neat glass, which is kind of hard to get as much aroma out, uh, which is funny considering yeah. what they talk about it. Uh oh. You're, <laughs> you're ridiculous. It smells okay. pretty mild. Uh, I don't know if it's my glass or not, but it smells mild to me. Like it, I'm not getting as many, like, whoa, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it doesn't smell spicy to me at all. Um, no. What is that? I'm getting something. Hold on. My, my whiskey senses are tingling. <laughs> One sec. I was going to say my spidey senses. Right. It's like almost floral, but like really, really mild. Like what's a really mild flower? Like a violet or something, but not a violet. Just something that like you smell and you're like, I can smell a flower. So not like roses where it's like in your face is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Do you know how there's, stop giving me that look, Amber. <laughs> She's like looking so fucking skeptical over here. Like here she goes again. Uh, it's just hard to really get much out of this thing. Yeah, I was really expecting more, more on the nose there. I smell more caramel in this one than I did the other one. Like more like mellow, not spicy, more like caramel. Like, like I smell more yeah. of that brulee whatever that you were talking about creme brulee yeah oh yeah if you smell them side by side okay so the Glencairn, i'm now holding them to- side by side and the Glencairn almost has like a like more of a robust mm-hmm. smell so a sorry i'm calling about the glass because that's what i'm looking at and then b is definitely more mild but a kind of like hits you in the face when you not in a bad way, but it just is like more aromatic. Yeah, I do see the value of having of doing it in a Glencairn. It really does make a difference. Mm-hmm. So that's what I almost get like something like uh, is it like not sandalwood? What's another one of those like essential oils that's like very woody? Pine. Not patchouli. No, definitely not patchouli. Bruce. <laughs> no, something woody. Like cedar? Mm, just say woody. Boom. I'm just going with woody because I can't. <laughs> woody. Uh, because I can't get anything else there. <laughs> so many innuendos. I'm going to stop. Tasting. It's almost tasting real woody. So neat actually stands for something while we're here. Hmm. And it made me laugh because I was like, that's sorry neat glasses but i i thought it was fucking stupid because i was like really so neat is an acronym you ready ready naturally engineered aroma technology neat wow yeah okay. and you can buy these at their website theneatglass.com interesting and then the glen cairn you can buy whiskeyglass.com I didn't write down the prices of anything, so I can look this up later. All right. So I feel like I just got a whiff of something perfumey on this, on the neat glass here. It was, it almost reminded me of one of those really 
French perfumes like um, Chanel or something had that almost rose scent in it, but really light. Yeah, I can see that. Like Chanel number five. <laughs> what a turn off. Mm, no, I like it. Just I can't wear it because I feel like an old lady, but <laughs> I like the smell of it. Yeah. And there's almost something citrusy in this one. Like um mm. like orange peel or lemon peel or something like I can see that. Yeah. The expressed peel. Mm -hmm. The more I smell it, the less like creme brulee thing I'm smelling and more floral I'm smelling. Yeah. It's like it feels like it starts very traditional. Uh, you know, all those flavors that you normally get in aged whiskeys, the vanillas and the oaks and the cherry, and then like starts moving in like custards and things and then moves into more citrusy and complex. It's so something weird, like it smells different. Like if you put your nose right to the glass and you kind of do like, like one of those like really intentional deep breathing exercise, like you kind of like, mm -hmm do like a five second breathe in slow, it actually changes. It's weird. It kind of like goes from that like floral to almost that like caramel. It's weird. I don't know if it does it for you, if it's my glass, <laughs> but if I do that like deep breath, I'm like, it kind of changes and actually gets more pleasant. Like at the end. I feel like, do you remember watching, um, not Lemony Snicket, the, what movie am I thinking? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And you had the the gum that was a five course meal or a three course oh, meal or yeah. something. And like, she's like, and now it tastes like pie, you know? But now yeah. it's a ch lamb chops or whatever it was. Like, that's what this is. It's like, you have like a three course meal while going through the smelling. Yep. Nice catch. Oh, thank you. <gasps> My baby sister's learning. <laughs> All right, ready for C? Yes. Yeah. Killing me over here. Clear the nose. Whoa. Oh, also, sorry, Mary Beth. I was gonna, I meant to ahead of time warn you, don't stick your nose directly in it because it got it funnels up at the top because it's got this cool oniony shape. Yeah. It's almost like a Christmas ornament that like comes to like a small half yeah, that was just closure. That it's called a pear-shaped woman and the other one was an hourglass, Amanda. Hmm. Oh, I this wish I had these curves. <laughs> Blenders. <laughs> no, I don't think you do. <laughs> I do not. I have no curves. That's funny. Oh, wow. Wow. I, so okay. This is called a master blender's glass. And this is like a replica of a 1920s glass. And you can get these glasses at thewhiskeyexchange.com and it's called the 1920s professional blenders whiskey glass it's really beautiful like a really interesting glass it yeah. makes very fancy cocktails when i got this out of the box i was like the is this <laughs> like, what is yeah. she doing okay so oh sorry pears they're also not cheap pears like right in my nose so don't drop it Okay, I yeah. I think these come out to about $40 after the shipped each. Oh shit. Yeah. I get a lot of salty, like like it's almost like seafood. 
Really? And that was the, my first whiff. It got, it's that. not like the ocean. Ah. And I didn't get it my second, but I got it like the, maybe because it was just like sit kind of Isn't sitting. So weird? Cause I'm smelling pear like, and I cannot smell anything else right now. I'm legit getting like fish, but not like <laughs> bad. Not like, that sounds terrible. Like hmm. really good fish up in my glass. Yeah. Oh, you're getting like that salty ocean spray, right? Yes. Like I thought. Like, I was so when you're sitting ship. on the beach, yeah. Yes. Oh, ocean spray. I feel like you can smell what that feels like. Like. Yeah. Oh, I'm not the only one with synesthesia. <laughs> it I smells I, like the fucking shade. Over right. Here. It smells like shade. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Amber going. I'm gonna give her some nightshade. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is about the time I get a text from Shelly. Oh my God, you guys are hilarious. I love like when I can always tell when she's editing because I'll start getting texts and she's like, you guys are fucking cracking me up. Love it. Not not to sound like pompous. Oh, sorry. Not to sound like pompous, but I've been trying to actively listen to podcasts. Like, and so I've been like, I typed in like bourbon, whiskey, and these people, they got to like get a little personality. Some of them, they just talk like, murr, 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 murr. and I'm like three minutes in and I'm just like, goodbye. Like, I can't like some inflection so, in your voice would be kind of a, be nice. Like they're just so like mundane and it's just bores me. So I'm like, a lot I'm of trying them feel to find very, like, I would say a lot of them feel like kind of academic. Not that I mind that because I do yeah. listen to a lot of very like academic things. So I'm really used to it. It doesn't really phase me. But I can definitely tell when I'm like burnt out on that style. But yeah. one of the things that I like about what we're doing and I was, you know, because we're making this and put it out and we're so young that we don't have a whole lot of people giving us feedback yet, except for, you know, Hayden Basil. She keeps sending these awesome <laughs> voice messages. I'm going to go ahead and have Shelly insert that here. <laughs> I love you. Good day. Uh, I I heard that and I was like, as I'm listening to it, I get like a third of the way through it. I was like, this has got to be fucking Mary Beth. It has to be. (laughs) So I was like, because I read it so fast at first and I was like, oh my God, Hazel Baden. (laughs) Hazel Baden. Jesus. We haven't even started sipping yet. Contact high. Basil Hayden. (laughs) Whatever. I'm done. What? I got excited because I thought someone like super big was messaging and I was like for the first message that we're getting little did <laughs> no. I know it was someone who's it was Hayden Basil <laughs> it was Hayden Basil <laughs> killing me anyway um, yeah I got it again but, oh it's yeah like fishy I cannot smell anything but green apples now hmm. I like that yes green apples you okay yeah like a crisp green apple yeah, it's like right when you like cut it, like that first bite when like you cut into it and all that. Oh, it just like it smells so good. Mm-hmm. I do get that too. <laughs> <laughs> so proud. Usually it's like someone smells green apple and oh, I smell bacon and I smell shade. It's like, okay, well, can we just like, do we can any of us? Let's guess that? who was each tasting that <laughs> on that bucket example. <laughs> you run it through your dishwasher. <laughs> their food remnants left on the glass yeah Yeah, all I smell is um that green apple so I don't know if that's yeah 
You know, it almost, do you remember, like, I can't even remember the last time I had them, but they're those citrusy or those fruit flavored, almost gummies, but they're always shaped in like a wedge and they're just covered in sugar. I don't know what they're called. Do you know what I'm talking about though? And they have like the berry, like the, they're red and orange and the, I don't know. They're, I think they're called like fruit slices or fruit gummies or something like that. It's almost that, like a, the orange flavor of that. It's like a tangerine covered in sugar, like a caramelized tangerine. Okay. I can, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can smell that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, like this. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, I saw. yeah, yeah. You see that? Yep, oh, those. Yeah, those exactly. Those. <laughs> How did yeah. you? Yes, so fast. I just typed in orange gummy covered in sugar. Me <laughs> too. I mean, and it's weird too because like this, this uh, heat. I'm. You're like pulling. I'm pulling. I'm like sucking in my nose like as much as I can to try to get something. And obviously, because it's such a wide opening, and then this is a tiny little opening, so like. I'm like gently trying to sniff it so I don't like hurt yeah. myself, you know? So it's yeah. easy how that opening can really change. I have a disadvantage yeah. with my glass, but that's it. I'm getting yeah. like green Jolly Rancher. So along the same lines. Oh. Um, yeah. With this blender's glass, you it's really good for swirling without spilling. So mm -hmm. you can aerate it a bit like that to get a little bit more on the nose. All right, Amanda, I'm ready to sip. Okay. <laughs> so let's do some sipping. Okay. So we'll start with A. All right. Whew. Get those palettes ready. Ready for some burn. Okay. So it's a half ounce. So like, is, is all of it going to fit in my mouth? <laughs> no, you're only going to be taking like small holes. <laughs> and no comment. I'm not, be, I'm not trying to be perverted, but like, that's yeah. like about as much as I normally take. So I'm like, do I leave a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you should get at least three sips out of this. Okay, okay, just to just yeah, make sure. Lush, I'm quite lush these days. So this what a lush. What have I done Ooh. to you? Your Man, poor smelling, liver. By the way, smelling this right after that other one, I'm like, this is going to hurt. I oh. almost got like chocolate after smelling it just then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Definitely some ethanol went right up the nose on that one. All right. And don't forget that first sip that you take is just a palette charger. So the first sip of the, the night, because that's the first thing that hit, it's gonna mm -hmm. burn. Yeah. So go ahead and give your mouth like a second to kind of work it around and then take your second sip right after that and then pull the flavors from that sip. I think a lot of people would be super intimidated by going in for that second sip if they didn't mm -hmm. do that by the way mm -hmm. I think that's a really good note yeah whenever I'm I think I even did it with you guys when we first started was saying that first sip is going to burn expect it and then each progressive sip after that you're going to enjoy a little bit more because each yeah. sip tastes a little different yeah and won't burn as much or feel as weird this doesn't really burn though for me like some other no. ones. I, I just got like that little huff of ethanol right up the back at the end. Yeah. It's very smooth. Mm. I'm definitely getting like some wheat. And it's very, it's not, 
very sweet, like not brand sweet, it's not candy sweet, but it's sweet yeah. for a whiskey. Yeah. And then there's almost like, like a, a new leather or like a, a really gentle tobacco or something like a really light tobacco or a smoke. Cause it's like, it's not quite a tobacco taste, but I can't quite place it. Mm. But it's like smoky. We'll yeah. See. I don't get any of the, I'm not really catching any caramel, Mm-mm. but really- I am getting that like yeast, like that yeah. sweet, like a sweet bread almost. Like those, um, those sweet yeast rolls at Texas Roadhouse, but without that cinnamon sugar butter thing that they put on it. That's what my mouth was tasting right now. Huh? I said, I wish that's what my mouth was tasting right now. (laughs) Aw. So it's kind of like, it's not a sweet bread, like not like a brioche or anything that has like massive amounts of sugar in it, but like a white bread or or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really oh, yeasty. Really, what? It's like dry, dry. spicy, yeasty. <laughs> okay. So spicy. Yeah, I get there's a little bit of spice in it, but I don't think it's a spice like a rye type spice. No, but, um, there's something I can't. I wish you'll have to pinpoint it for me, but there's like a lingering taste that I can't pinpoint. What's this resiny spicy? What does that even mean? Like, sorry, sexy. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, <laughs> resiny. What I think when I hear resiny is, is this going to go way back, Amber? So bear with me. Okay. Do you remember when we did violin back in when I was in like the sixth grade? So you were what? Second grade or something? Third grade? Yeah. And that stuff that you rub onto the bow, that's resin. Yeah, yeah. Or rosin, whatever. Um, that's the that smell. The smell of that is what I think of. Gotcha. When I see the resiny, hmm. but it could also be like like a pine sap or oh something along those lines. Okay. Which it, I can see like, it almost tastes like a really fresh oak, like a, yes. a freshly yes. cut tree. Like w- when you use the chainsaw or whatever, cut open fresh oak. That's what it That's is. Kind it's of that, that. It's that lingering. That's what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Knew I'd get it. <laughs> I'm going to kill my tests, man. Okay. So now take a sip of your water. We're going to switch to me. Yay. When I think of resin, I think of like epoxies. So I was on the, I was completely. Oh yeah, that's hard. And that, and that could be, I'm just, that's just my take when I hear that. So I could be wrong and you guys could be right. No, I think you're, I think you're, I think you're not, I think you're totally right. I was just thinking like polymer, but I know resin is like the goo, the sap from trees too. That gooey yeah. stuff from the trees—that's resin. I think right? I don't know. Well, I'm gonna, I'll I'll cut that in here for an edit <laughs> to give a definition of that later. All right, so now we're on to B. It still smells really sweet, and very mild in the glass. Yes. 
like a baby. Baby. This one's really tricky to drink out of if you haven't drank out of this one yet, Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. A dribble. It's going to like... <laughs> <laughs> so this one seems much more like gentle on the palate. Like I didn't get that hit of like small spice right away. It's also interesting going from the Glen Cairn to this one, to the neat glass, where it drops onto your palate differently. So mm-hmm. in the Glen Cairn, I feel like it almost goes like the center of your tongue is where it hits first, right? Like to front to center. And this drops in like almost sneaks right under the tongue to the like tip of your tongue. Yeah. I don't know how much of a difference that makes, but that's I just interesting thought I, you know, note it. And you're getting your, like your whole nose in the glass when you're drinking it. Yeah. So it's like pushing all those experiences into one, but also it's not funneling those smells. So centrally, it's kind of throwing it yeah. um, with the flare. I don't this know. So far, Fascinating. Like, again, I'm uh, not in the correct glass, but I like how the other one tasted better. Hmm. Okay. This one, this one doesn't taste as flavorful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little bit floral, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely getting more floral out of this one. Yeah. But it's like almost like a carnation type of floral, like one of those. Not the only thing I think of at the moment is like plasticky flowers, not a plastic flower, but like a carnation. You know how it has like that. It's not really a, a, a floral, like a lavender or a rose type of smell. It's not one of those big smells. Yeah. You're not going to go out and buy carnation essential oils to put in your house. You know, it's like that kind of scent. Doesn't, mm-hmm. does, does this one sense? is much harder for me to drink. Really? really? Interesting. <laughs> I feel like this tastes like, like it's so easy. It's easier than the first one, but it could be the glass too. This, yeah. this one almost feels like not as aged as the other one, you know how, cause you get like yeah. most of the flavor of a whiskey. It does come from the grain and the mash bill and all that stuff, but there's a lot that comes from the barrel as well. So it tastes like there might be some kind of age difference. Mm-hmm. Like this one doesn't taste as oaky and flavorful as the first one. Yeah. yeah I feel like earthy. I feel like the first one like kind of hurt when I first sipped it, but I could tell that like every sip I could probably get something different and it would be fine. This one, I've already taken three sips and it's like, I don't know. It's just like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't sit down and drink this just on right. Really? It, it might be yeah is that you guys are saying it's easier to drink but you have a different glass than me maybe that glass really does like aerate it differently and you know well, when whenever you want I'll give you the same samples bottles so you can try this experiment on your own time with yeah. the correct glasses so I'll, I'll make you three new a b and c bottles for you so that way at least you can participate the proper way I'm going to do this with other whiskeys too. Knife right in my heart. Just slow (laughs) little digs. (laughs) I am trying to be nice here. I wasn't even picking on you this time. Listen. Okay. Well, I think I got, I don't know, floral and then like just lighter, I guess. Mm -hmm. And younger. 
Yeah. Okay. I thought the first one was smooth and then or easy to drink. This seems so much easier. Yeah. Like the second one almost feels cheaper. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd spend probably, you'd spend more to purchase A than you would B. I think you are pinpointing what I'm feeling. Like this one tastes like what, when I started the podcast, like why I didn't want to order whiskey like it's because it like bit me like this yeah and it never felt smoother we're like mm-hmm. it's just really bitey we're like the first one there was depth to it so it feels like maybe that one was a more expensive quality sorry if b is different and i love you guys oh. yeah <laughs> she's lying she's full of shit two episodes just- from now she'll be like B was fucking the worst <laughs> I've ever had, but A. Ten dollar bottle stokes. <laughs> Just tossing money at A. All right. I'm off to C now. I've cleared okay. the palate with a sip of water and a little yeah. nibble of pretzel. Mm. All right. Amber, I'm interested to see what whiskey in a Turvis cup tastes like. <laughs> it tastes very metallic. <laughs> it, tastes, it tastes like a protein shake. Right? Great. This is great. Love you. Okay. I can't even. How, okay. This is interesting. You, you're going from one extreme to the next. This is quite funny. I, I know. Okay. So B like, is like the super wide rim that you can stick half your face in. And then C is like the size you, of a quarter. You're fighting, you're fighting your nose with the glass. And there's like no way to drink it. Obviously people can't see you. So like, it's like the very top of it that you sip out of is probably what the diameter of like a quarter or silver dollar. It's a little bit bigger than a quarter, maybe a little bit smaller than a silver dollar. Yeah. And it goes straight down and then it widens out. Like Amanda said, it's, oh, it looks like a light bulb with the metal. Yeah. (laughs) Amber, do you have a light bulb you can cut open? (laughs) (laughs) Take all that out and just sip at it. That's exactly what it looks like is a, if you were to take the metal part off. Yeah. Yes, the screw, the, the screw part off of a light, off of a traditional like light bulb. So now people can envision what you're drinking out of. <laughs> Good call. I would, I would love to see a room full of people like drinking out of these, like just watching them all like, <laughs> ah, like trying to like, yeah, that's so funny. Like, mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. Wow, that's a, like a lot of spice on that. The initial hit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it like, just sucker punched you in the eye. <laughs> in the boob. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, <laughs> I'm gonna put instead of what was it? Instead of Manhattan Amber, it's now gonna be. Never mind. I've lost. Everyone's got fun names, like, but I need a nickname. Oh, we're working on it. Yeah, Shelly has me in her phone as Whiskey Richards. I love it. And then everyone's been calling Mary Beth. Uh, Mary Bourbon. Mary Bourbon. And mm-hmm. then Shelly is uh, is in Mary Beth's phone as Sippin' Shelly. Sippin' <laughs> O'Bar. No, Sippin' O'Bar. There we go. Yeah. I love it. She's well, like, I was sipping today or something. And I was like, that is so cute. Like, you could just be like, oh, yeah, I had a little sip today. Like, I love that. Sips. I love Shelly. She's awesome. Um, 
when I first, <laughs> I can't figure out how, how to say what I'm trying to say. I was going to say when I first had it hit my mouth, it almost tasted like water. Like it was very yes. thin, really? like, um, like sugar, like sugar water. Yeah. It was like really like nothing, like no flavor, like almost like water. But then as I like swished it around, that's when like mm. that flavor came in. But like the first initial, right when it was in my mouth tasted thin. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Yes. I a hundred percent had the same experience. Like it, I was like, Oh, there's like nothing here. Yeah. So weird. Interesting. Yeah. Then and it, like, it, like at the last bit of it, like that aftertaste, it felt very like, <sighs> I want to say acrid, but I can't, I, I'm not, I can't remember if that's an actual word or not, but like not acidic, but like, I don't know, just that like chemically acidy taste and not like, it didn't linger anything. It just hit me and then was gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very light finish. What is that? A light finish? Quick finish? Yeah. Really quick finish. I wish that it tasted like green apples and Jolly Ranchers. I cannot have my husband overhear any of this because he is chuckling in the background. He's got to go to Sugarlands to get green apple and no, <laughs> that's true. Now, if you take a bigger sip, it does get sweeter, and you do get a touch of that like tart green apple, like on the finish a bit. But if you take like a bigger, a bigger sip of it, or at least I did. It's not quite as nice as what it was on the nose, but you can definitely get a touch of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still getting like a weedy, like oh, cereal-y type of thing. Not like a sweet, like we were before. Mm. 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 Almost like, not hay. I don't want to say hay, but like um, fresh cut grass or something like that. Like that very yeah. vegetal I don't like it. A is so you, the winner. So you go A, B, then C? Yeah. Mm. Not sure. A was the only one that I was like, this is probably going to make me feel really warm. Like the more that I drink it, the other two, I would have had really just, it would have been not fun to sit there and sip on it. <laughs> I want to try B and C in a Glencairn. It's almost like I like, I'm yeah. so used to drinking out of a Glencairn now that uh-huh. it's, I'd be curious to try it in that and see what it tastes like. Well, you have, um, you should have a couple sips of A and B still in your glassware. Not if you're married. So, <laughs> you should. You should. If you, uh, if you do, go back and take another sip of A and B if you can. Okay. I do. Actually, I do. Mm. A is just like it just hits you sweet and oaky and caramel and like everything like a delicious whiskey is something little piece of plastic in that but it's funny because like A was like whoa when I first drank it but then like compared to the other one I was like okay actually I did like A more so I think it's really helpful to try more than one next to each other because it allows Mm -hmm. you to be like oh, okay, I actually liked A because this, you know, I just, it, it's fascinating. And I don't think a lot of people 
ever try more than one at a time in the same sit sitting, you know? Yeah. That's all. Well, what's cool about season two is I have a lot more flights in this season. Yeah. So you said what you have a favorite out of the A, B, and C. A uh-huh. is seems to be winning even after your second taste through of the three of them. Yeah. Cool. Now so, I'm going to well, switch. Can I throw in a wrench? Yes. Sorry. I dropped my book. <laughs> I like yes, A. I don't know if I could do a whole glass of A. Neat. Mm-hmm. But I could do a whole glass of Y. Yeah. Oh, I think it's the spiciness your- of it. I like okay. it. I tend to uh, do the spicier whiskeys over ice just to kind mm-hmm. of calm my mouth down. So if I were to drink A, I would probably put ice in it. But B, being that it was so easy, I wouldn't put ice in it. So I like, I kind of like that for B, I didn't, I wouldn't have to do that. I feel like A, I've, I've took like four or five sips of it and it's really mm-hmm. good. But like, I think my mouth would be burned after that's, so okay. that's how I feel with B. Really? That's so, so funny. Weird. So like opposite? Uh-huh. Like yeah. B, you wouldn't? Interesting. Uh-huh. I could drink B like no problem and not put ice in it. I, I, I enjoy, I'm enjoying A, but I, after so long of that burn, I have like, I'm like, I, I can't, I don't want to keep doing that. Like, so I put ice not in it. It's not fun anymore. It's just not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like it just gets to a point where I'm like, Ooh, it's, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I like the taste of it. That's why I would add ice. So sorry, that's my sorry. It's my little my little wrench. I like it. Amber, you're making really aggressive faces. What's going on? Tongue's coming out. She looks like she's been punched in the neck. I don't know. B and C are tasting the exact same right now, and I don't like it. I would try <laughs> A again, but it's gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm switching shit up on you guys tonight. You ready for this shit? Oh no. Grab your, grab your cards. Oh, your envelopes. My envelopes. So C came in third place. So open C first. Wait, wait, wait. C before the cocktails. Before the cocktails. Because I want you guys to be able to see what it is and pick it before we do the cocktails. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Hmm. So sweet. You're opening C, correct? Right, Amber? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Hold on. I just can't see it. Just haven't seen it yet. Oh, Larceny. I've never heard of this one. <gasps> this is Larceny? Mm-hmm. I have had so many bottles of Larceny. Really? Yes. What's so weird is- It's you- legit one of my favorites. <laughs> I've used this for bourbon tastings. Yes, I've got like two bottles of this already. It's sorry, muting myself. Um, it's yes, I love this. I do love larceny. It's the spice, the spice. I so I use, I've used this a lot for old fashions because of the spice in it. And so you, your taste, you're just the only thing different about it now is you're tasting in a different glass, right? Cause you've never, oh, yeah, this it is C. C. I'm thinking this is a, this is C, this is larceny in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was thinking a, for some reason. Wow. It totally tastes different. Mm-hmm. 
Cause so yeah, I so get I picked- a lot of cinnamon with this in a Glencairn. That's why I was thinking it was a for a second. Cause that's what it's tasted like in a Glencairn is it tastes like a to me. Fun. All right. You guys ready to open B was our runner up B. Okay. B. Can I look? Wait. Oh shoot. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Always waiting on, waiting on Amber. I, know. I like to feel, okay, this is so stupid. I feel the shape of the cutout and try to guess it before I look at it. Okay. So I, their, their reveal packets are always a little sticker that Shut I- Shut the hell up. Out. It's larceny. <laughs> I know. Ah! That's great. Mary Beth, you had a feeling. I had a Shaking feeling. Shaking it up. Shaking it up. Hey, what did I say though? Just a minute ago, I said B and C tasted the exact same to me. So that's pretty good. I, well, that's why I decided to ha- open B uh, next. You, said you made that comment. It's so different in the neat glass. It did. Yeah, it, it tastes worlds different. It does. I got, even with me and my ghetto glasses, like it even tasted different with the different well, shape. I can open A then, right? <laughs> Maybe. Wait for Amber. Don't be. Don't be impatient. I'm excited. I'm filming. You're a little turd nugget. I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. My mind is, I'm not sure what's happening right now. I got a little suspicious <laughs> because the color was exactly the same. Yeah. People don't know, but all three were the exact same. And that's a little. I need to purchase some black glasses for you guys. Black like, um, like Mary. black Glen Cairns. Yeah. Cause I did. Yeah. So I got this idea, uh, for the differing glasses. I'll, I'll finish the thought in a minute. Once you guys have opened the last one, cause I want you, I think the last one I'll throw you for a loop. So whenever you're ready. So I think a, I'll throw you for a loop. I just opened it. Did you? Yeah. That's what I'm saying is they, I just can't believe that. Like, well, you didn't say it out loud. This is I a did. podcast. I did. Uh, no, you didn't say the name of it. It was very oh. subtle. Oh, because <laughs> I was too excited. Uh-huh. Larceny, larceny, larceny. <laughs> I just think it's crazy because I, the craziest thing is that it smelt so different and tasted so different. The only thing that happened was when I retried them, like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. B and C. <laughs> tasted the same at the end and I was like maybe I've just been sipping on them too long I don't know but just no that Glen Karen really really makes it spicy why is it so different can you explain that to us like why would like so, different glasses do that from my extensive googling what I have learned is the way that the glass shape changes the whiskey for the smell is because you are letting like the Glen Cairn brings it almost straight up. So it funnels it vertically. Right. And then the neat glass kind of lets it come out almost like a, like the turbulence behind an airplane wing. Right. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense to you guys. I don't know how much of those videos that you watch on engineering. Um, my house is full of them, but so the, the smell goes a bit out. So with, in my trials, what I've noticed is if you want to get like really rich flavors, 
you stick with the Glencairn. If you want to get the the flavors and the smells that are a little bit more subtle, Mm -hmm. you go with the neat glass. And because a lot of times I'll notice if I get like a really, really spicy, not spicy, that's not the word I want, but something that has a lot of that, like ethanol on the nose, you know, how sometimes we'll have a couple of those whiskeys that will smell and we're like, wow, that was pure alcohol smell. If you do that in a neat glass, a lot of times I notice that smell dissipates a lot faster. And so it kind of, I don't know how it does it, but it it definitely funnels it out. So it's not hitting you directly like that. Then with the blender's glass, I think it's just the habitual spinning of it. And so you're forcing it to aerate. And so you're kind of agitating it to the point that it's breaking or it's agitating it. So it's allowing those notes, the olfactory sense to just kind of break apart or. So do you recommend it just aerates it better? Do you recommend one glass versus another? Like if someone was like one, a new whiskey drinker or one, like a more like seasoned one, like if you only had the budget to buy one glass. I would probably just stick with the Glencairn because I feel like that is a fail safe for no matter what whiskey you have. So something good in each of them. Right. And so I feel like that's going to give you the most honest version of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas the neat glass is probably the glass two that I would do. It'd be my runner up. Um, because this is the one that if maybe you're a little bit more experienced and you're like, I want to get underneath of what I smelt in a Glencairn. And then the third one I feel is more gimmicky than anything else. So I don't even know that I would recommend this one because I've not found a whiskey that is showcased particularly well in this glass yet. Well, yeah. I mean, like, if you think about it, when I drank A versus C, like A tasted really rich in the Glencairn and then C tasted like my first initial, it was almost like water. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, and that's Mary Beth got the same thing. So it's just so weird how like different shapes like that and different, like the air getting to it differently. It just, Mm -hmm. I'm, it's taken me a minute to process what's happening. (laughs) So I got this idea from a wine tasting. Let me put my pompous hat on. I got this idea from a wine tasting that Don and I did in Napa because that's where he took me for my 21st birthday because I have no friends. So instead of throwing a party, we just, we, we went to Napa. So I know he's a great husband. I think I'll keep him. But so what they did was they had this tasting and I forget which winery it was. I feel like it was probably the Mondavi winery and they had all the glasses. It was a blind tasting and they had six glasses of wine for us. And they had one in like a short, almost like a rocks glass. They had one in like a burgundy glass, like the, you know how there's like three or four different shaped, like red wine glasses. They had those, they just had them in vastly different shaped glassware. And it was all the same wine. Like it was the same bottle of wine in all the glasses. 
And I just remember doing the tasting and like, these all taste so different. Like this one's really sweet and this one's really bitter. This one has like, it's oh, all yeah. tannins. And it was so bizarre to me, like at the very end. And then there was two glass, uh, two, two glasses that were exactly the same shape and size and everything, but one was glass and one was crystal. And the difference between those two was wild. Yeah. You, you, and it had to do with like, just how it hit your palate, I guess. And mm-hmm. like the, the feeling of it, I don't know. So I thought that when crazy. there's like, like a Merlot glass versus a white wine versus whatever, I always thought that was like a gimmick, like, oh my gosh, they're just like a bunch of scams trying to like get you to buy different glassware. Like, I'm just going to drink my box wine. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a solo cup. Yeah. But like, I mean, I guess people who do this for a living, like they know what tastes best and what glass and like why. So I think there's a reason. So, I mean, mm-hmm. so it's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. They smelt so different. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah. so if you're trying to do like a hardcore, like tasting, it's good to try some different glassware to see what goes well with which whiskey. So you might get something that I think if you had a whiskey that just, or even like a moonshine or something like that, I would definitely put that in a neat glass and see, like play with that. That would probably be one of my next experiments. And I feel like if you had something very sweet, like maybe trying Bren or something in here that has, cause seeing this yeah. pulled out a lot of the like acidic smells to me I feel like if we tried something that was you normally taste you're like this is like candy I feel like trying that in here and see how that would change the flavor I think that would be really interesting super weird yeah I wouldn't have thought a glass would have made that much of a difference I could like I have one of those little like um aerators that goes on like a bottle of wine and Mm -hmm. like that does change it so I guess it's similar science to that I don't know, but that makes sense because it's going through like a filtration system or whatever, but just like yeah. different glass is just like mind blowing. And all of these, another thing that we, I did not account for during this because this, that'll be a later episode is we didn't cover any of these while we let them sit out. So they all off gassed, so to speak, um, the whole time we were sitting here chatting. And so- yeah, no, you weren't supposed to cover them. I didn't tell you to. So, I mean, they are, because of the opening sizes and the shape, they're all going to let off those different chemicals at different times. So it's almost like, um, oh. if you've ever watched Forensics Files, they have on there the, like, the electro spectrograph or whatever, where it shows like the chemicals and what rate that they show up on the different x-rays and whatever, mm-hmm. like the different chemical compounds that make up whiskey are going to off gas and leave the glass at different rates as well, right? So why one smells really acidic is probably because a lot of those sweet smells were the first to go. Whereas the one that held it longer was the shape over here or whatever. That's just a guess. I'm bullshitting it at this point to make myself sound smart. So we're gonna so go why with would, it. Why <laughs> would the glass be the B glass, like the one with the wide mouth? Like, why would that be the optimal glass to drink neat? I think it's just a personal preference. And I think part of it is how this hits you on the tongue. So like I said, with the Glencairn, it hits like center of your mouth. Like you take a sip and if you go ahead and pour a little bit more whiskey in your, in your Glencairn and like, 
just take a sip of it and see how, where it hits in your mouth. Pay attention to where, what part of your tongue it, it goes in and then try a different glass and see where it hits your tongue there. And so not, there's not a really good science about there being like different flavor spots on your tongue, but it does change the flavor a bit depending on where it, it hits. That makes uh, sense. So like one of the glasses like comes out faster or like, yeah. And so if you think about funnels to so the demo with the Glen Cairn, so you got this and you can kind of see if you were to fall, if draw a line from the glass rim into your mouth, like where it would hit like dead center. Right. Mm -hmm. And now you've got this one you're almost putting it inside your mouth into the lip. And so it's oh, hitting, yeah. like almost like directly balls. behind the back of your teeth and like under the, like it almost forces it to go like right under your tongue. Yeah. And then like it disperses through your mouth differently than mm -hmm. the Glen Cairn does. How's that last glass do? And then this that one just like hits you in the face. This almost. one just like, it's, <laughs> it, it's like it's it's one of those things where you're trying to get a sip out and then all of a sudden it's just like and there it is <laughs> it's yeah like, there's no warning that one goes yeah. back in your throat it's <laughs> <clears throat> probably why i don't like that one <laughs> well and this, this glass has been sitting in then my bar glass. just get collecting dust because i <laughs> had no idea what to do with it. So it's been sitting, actually, I think I had my cocktail stores in it. So now <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Now I'm going to try, I want to try more of my spicier whiskeys with this to see if it's not as spicy, because I think I could probably drink them more neater if I drink it in this glass. Cause they're a little bit spicy. Uh, so I have noticed that when I go to drink stuff neat, I do tend to put my rise in the, like my high rise stuff or my high alcohol content. Like mm -hmm. I have the black and brown podcast. They put out their first barrel pick store pick barrel pick. Yeah. Barrel pick. I and it's, I bought a bottle and, uh, it, I think it's like one thirty three. Yes. Nuts. And you, were like, it is you, guys, you told us so to get it. Fucking good. I, I got it. And I texted you. I was like, are you trying to kill me? Like, what? Yes. This is so <laughs> strong. It's good. It's really good. It's just, it's hype. Yeah. It's high proof. I love it. But yeah, I'm going to try it in this one now, now that mm -hmm. I know what this is for. That's so yeah. interesting. Like maybe it'll make it less spicy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, now let's go ahead and do our cocktail real quick. And so <laughs> another reason why I did this was just, you know, so that way, you would know that you had enough whiskey for your cocktails. All right. And then we can go through our announcements and all that cool stuff. So, all right. So this cocktail is called the Stone Cold Larceny. Mm. Is it from the website? So this is from liquor.com. It wasn't directly from their website, but it was different and interesting and something I didn't think you guys would probably try to do on your own. Seeing we've, I was trying to steer away from like the old fashions and yeah, totally Manhattans yeah. and stuff because we've done those a couple of times. And so this was just something a little bit different. And I thought more of like a cocktail party type of flavor and something very easy to drink if maybe yes. you weren't very new to whiskey. 
And I feel like larceny is a really good like intro. This is one where I walked into the, oh, the maybe the liquor barn. And I was like, I just need something that nobody really knows about or that, that nobody's really drinking that they should be drinking. That's what I want. And they're like this one and just picked it up and handed it to me. And I was like, all right, cool. And then like, I've loved it ever since. Yeah. It has a cute story okay. too. Yeah. We'll get like there. Okay. So we're going to start by dropping in our ice into our tall cocktail glass. Oh no. It's all cute because right, this so. was our, this was episode one. We used these glasses too. Yes, we did. I feel like episode, the first episode of the season should be playful and like yeah. silly and easy. What's supposed to be silly and playful? You. Oh. No big deal. <laughs> Love it. It's beautiful. Amber's got two of those big ass cubes that you use for like on the rocks. I don't have a, don't have a water filter in my fridge uh, yet. All right. So I like to do the whiskeys last now because I've had several times where I'm trying to mix it and I pour in the wrong amounts and I hate pouring out whiskey if I fuck it up. Right. So I'd rather pour out the other shit. Okay. So we're going to start and we're just going to mix everything in the glass. So this is right. easy, easy cocktails. So right. we're going to do one and a half ounces of a really good apple juice, whatever you want to drink. So I'm using some like hippie unfiltered pasteurized something or other one and a half ounces organic one and a half ounces. Yeah. So just pour that in and okay. then you're going to follow that up with one and a half ounces of ginger beer or ginger ale. And I'm using the Bundaberg Bundaberg ginger beer. It's Australian. Mm. I don't know. It looked fancy. Don, I was drinking one the other day and Don goes, it looks like you're drinking poison. <laughs> I, was like, it kind I of thought does. it was kombucha. How much lemon? Oh, yeah. So it's just a lemon wedge. It's really just for garnish. Oh, great. Fabulous. How I bought lemon wedges, the one did. and a half ounces as well. Oh, thanks. Yeah. All right. And then two ounces of whiskey. Should I use A, B, or C? Ooh, mystery. I just have to. <laughs> So how much whiskey? Two ounces? Two ounces. I'm excited. I feel like this is going to be fresh. Yes. All right. And I'll just give it ginger beer and apple juice. Like this is not a concoction. I think I would have dreamt up, but I see your, okay. your uh, lemon slice. How fancy it is. Oh, it's just like what you would use for sweet tea. I didn't go fancy this time. So just a, yeah, a lemon wedge. Yeah. Okay. Or a slice or whatever. And then I just squeeze a little on top and then stirred it in. And uh, yeah, I just had it on sitting on top of the ice. Don's in here distracting again. Love him. And that's it. That's that's the whole cocktail. It is really, really, really easy. And what Amber's was it fixing, called again? 
the stone cold larceny. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. I'm excited for this one. I like things that are like simple ingredients Ooh. that you probably already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was talking to a couple different people and they were telling me that they really like that we add the cocktails in because it makes it a bit more approachable because cocktails scare them because you have to be so precise and whatever. And they're like, no, you guys make it seem like, like I could even do it. And I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment or. (laughs) I love that feedback. I mean, and that's something too, like, I think it's approachable and like, it's just fun. Like if you like a whiskey, but you, you know, it's summer versus winter and you want to like spice it up you know yeah I I really missed an op- a great opportunity to do like a hot apple cider cocktail this I know. this episode because it is the first day that it has snowed and we got like four inches this is beautiful I like it okay so I like the fact that the ginger beer I use ginger beer not ginger ale uh, mm-hmm. it's it complements the spiciness of that whiskey, but not in like a bad way or like overpowering way. It's just like nice. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the apple juice in here really complements that like green apple, like tart green apple that we had in that. <laughs> yeah. Note. It almost tastes like a spicy apple cider. Yeah. Like a, like a cold, yeah. like if you wanted apple cider in the summertime, I feel like this is what you drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just about to say. It tastes like a spicy iced green apple. So uh, I'll do a little bit of background on the whiskey real quick, and then we'll jump back up to some of the announcements that we wanted to do. And I didn't really do any of the history. Like I did a little note on the history for for Larceny because it has a fun story. And Mary Beth, feel free to throw in some of the bits that I leave out. So this is the Larceny small batch. It's a weeded bourbon. So when we were getting that like toast or the, the yeast bread notes probably comes from a lot of the weeded. So a lot of bourbons will have like a rye component as their secondary grain. Look, I say a lot, but a lot of the stuff that I've encountered, I guess, uh, whereas they, their secondary grain here is wheat and delicious. So their website is larcenybourbon.com. They're price for this roughly is 50 bucks right now bottle excuse me and then it is at 46 percent abv or 92 proof and this is made out of bardstown kentucky in the old fitzgerald distillery there's your little bits there now I, instead of like copying, pasting everything, I just left the webpage open, but I'm having some connectivity issues on the computer that I'm using. So bear with me if it wigs out on me. All right. So the story of Larceny is basically that John E. Fitzgerald from the distillery says was a man with good taste who inspired our lineup of celebrated weed of bourbons. And he was a bonded U.S. Treasury agent. I'm just reading this from their website on the our legacy page it says Fitzgerald was a bonded U S treasury agent who had access to the Rick houses where bourbon barrels were stored and aged. Um, I want that job. Right. <laughs> His position gave him the means and the opportunity to steal tastes of some of the best bourbon. 
<clears throat> Using his keys, Fitzgerald would let himself into the Rick houses, thieve bourbons from the best barrels, and take jugs of it home for himself, which is why I guess the name Larceny, because he was stealing you know, bits of the <laughs> what whiskey. Is it, you, uh no comment because i want some distillers to allow me to come to their rick houses <laughs> <laughs> when it came time to dump the barrel some were found to be unusually light and exceptionally smooth i just i love how this is written and i know you can't see how they have it like the typeface but it says when it came to time to dump the barrels some were found to be unusually light and then it has like one of those big dashes and it says an exceptionally smooth and so when I read it the first time, I was like, oh, like light and airy, and easy to drink. But I think it's light, like by measure, like it, the, the weight was off because he had thieved it. Mm-hmm. That was fun. These barrels became known as Fitzgerald barrels. Even when the brand was later sold to famous whiskey man, Pappy Van Winkle, the Fitzgerald name and his reputation endured. It says the... Uh, today, the spirit of John E. Fitzgerald lives in our family of award-winning weeded bourbons, larceny small batch, larceny barrel proof, and old Fitzgerald bottled and bond. It says weeded and wanted. We do things differently. Our bourbons are made with more wheat for a smoother taste. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. And then let's see. It is 68% corn, 20% wheat. And 12% malted barley. Malted. Good bourbons are hot right now. Like people are loving them. The weeded bourbons. Yeah. Yeah. Really big. It's really big right now. Yes. And then it's got like a fairly low proof in my books, at least. So I I guess it's not a low proof. I would say the 80s are low. So it's got like a, we'll say a mid range (laughs) proof. So it makes it really accessible, I think. And I, just the bottle's kind of cool. I love the like little keyhole. Yeah. Um, see that amber? It's got the, the key little hole. keyhole. Yeah. <clears throat> and then in the back, it has all these keys printed into the, the back label of the bottle, but only on the inside. Mm-hmm. So you can actually, oh, my, my glare's ruin it for you. So it fits the keyhole exactly. That's cute. That's the, you said it's the fits. You said it's <laughs> happy. Yeah, so it, it looks like it was purchased by the Van Winkle family. Okay, because that Stitzel but, Weller distillery, they do the Blade and Bow, which has the keys on it too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that's part yeah. of Happy as well. So there's a, uh, there's a key. They're all just the key like their keys. They're, they're stealing some shit. This like it. is really good, by the way. So good. You like it? Good. I was, I was like iffy on it. Like sometimes I, I want to just do something easy, mm-hmm. you know, or something fun, I, or like, light, like not, you know, you don't, yeah. not, not, I don't always want to do heavy. And so sometimes I go mm-hmm. between like a whiskey sour being like a lighter, you know, yeah. or adding I feel like, like this some- is, this is definitely on that whiskey sour, like a bit lighter. So definitely yeah. more of the well, one thing I like about whiskey sours is that if you order one somewhere, it's always different, but I, I feel like you can't screw up being like, hey, I want these oh. three ingredients. Look at you. My whiskey women shirt. I forgot. I'm like, <laughs> my face is so flushed. I'm like dying in here. Don set me up. He got me all toasty warm. Larceny is um, making your warm. 
I know I'm all warm and toasty. My literally, my, I look like Santa, my nose and my, the, the apples of my cheeks are all like red. If you make this, you need to put lemon, <clears throat> rub your lemon on the rim before you drink yeah. it. It is it like, mm. or a lemon rind. <laughs> I'm going to do See, that. Now. I even thought that this would be really good if you did the same like mixture. You might have to play with the like portion size a bit. Yeah. But like if you halved everything and then mm -hmm. shook it with ice and then Ooh. poured it into like a martini glass and then express the lemon peel on top of it yeah. with like a sugared rim. Like if you had Ooh. zested a lemon and mixed that with the sugar, like the sugar in the raw, get the sugar in the raw with the lemon zest and mix that together, rim the glass with the lemon juice, then the sugar, like, and then put that in there. I, I'm getting like, uh, my hype beasts are behind me here. Yeah. No, well, I can totally see that. And like, you know how some people like certain desserts or drinks, you can like torch it. Like I can Ooh, see like, yeah. it, like a uh, lemon <gasps> that was covered in sugar and you just burnt it for a second and then stuck it in there. It would add this like whole. Yeah. I was just going to say, if you dehydrated like a, a slice of lemon, like a lemon oh. wheel and then put the, the sugar on it and then brulee torched that shit and then okay. floated that on top of the martini glass. Yeah. What is this? Uh, the stone cold larceny. And I found it on liquor.com and I just straight use their, their recipe. Love it. See, I have the reviews of the glasses themselves pulled up also. And so the, the Glen, is it the Glen Karen glass? No, the whiskey, <clears throat> the 1920 professional blenders whiskey glass, the um, whiskey C uh says it doesn't have like excuse me doesn't say what you should expect from it but i did see a review left by somebody back in 2017 and it says that the positive to the glass for him was that the remarkable shape from the art deco they could easily make it a nice display which i agree Mm -hmm. Kind of a shame to lock the design away in some cabinet. The second pro is the function. The nose is accentuated, so you do not inhale when you taste, which is easy due to the tiny opening. So I guess that is definitely a pro because you're definitely getting more of the palate there instead of the, the nose and the palate. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it says the alcohol burn is subdued because of that. Uh, it says very revealing and very interesting. Possible negatives. The, gas, the glass is heavy, not like crystal, sturdy for sure. And it was expensive. Like, like I said, it's about $40 per glass shipped. And so the page that I'm open to has a pack of six for $135. Now, if you're cheap, like me, I bought these on the app ally express. And I think they were about still about 12 bucks a pop. Oh, wow. All right. And then we have the neat glass, which was glass B and it says from their website, which is the Easy to remember says neat is the ultimate spirits glass. One, large surface area, more aromas to appreciate. Two, swirling, curved sides, enhanced swirling and evaporation, unlocking hidden aromas. Three, alcohol burn. Alcohol aromas dissipate over the rim to display and enhance all character aromas, no alcohol burn. And four, sweet spot, intense, unmasked aromas in center at rim level, no nose burn or numbing, which I will have to say, I 
when you definitely got that first like ethanol like jam up my nose on the Glen Cairn, but didn't get that when I did the neat glass. And that's probably why I do try to, I do notice that I kind of lean towards the neat glasses when I'm doing the spicier or the more yeah. ethanol heavy blends. And so it says low profile delivers more flavorful aromas, hold in palm to warm at neck to cool. Best fill is one and a half ounces, swirl, closed mouth, inhale slowly through the nose at the rim to detect aromas without numbing ethanol. So I guess if you're that trying to really true. play up the nose, that would be a good one. So yeah, and all the other comments on there is like basically just talking about how you don't get that alcohol burn on this glass, which is exactly what we noticed too. So that's really cool. That's interesting. I'd love to like, <clears throat> like if I had a friend over who was like, I don't really drink whiskey, you know, or mm -hmm. it's too much. This would be like something that I would now I'd be like, try it in this glass. You know, just can you what? imagine putting Bren in that glass in the neat glass? <laughs> I think it would just come out like sugar cake. Like it would be so <laughs> I'm, just I'm drinking simple it, syrup. It's yeah. banana flavored it's simple syrup. Alcohol out. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys follow her, um, Allison Park on Instagram, I'm like obsessed with her. I think she is like the coolest chick ever. Agreed. I, I like want her. to be her friend. Where is that? I know. I it's actually, like, I asked her if she would be one of our guests this season and she's super busy, which I knew she would be, but she didn't say no. She said, <laughs> reach out to me again later. She's the maker of Bren. Like she's the oh, one who oh. backed it and it was, it's like her baby. Oh. Yeah, she's like, a, she's the, she's the New York ballerina that went to France to make a whiskey. A, yeah, she dresses cognac. very like just like exactly like you would expect a ballerina to be. Like a French ballerina. Yeah. She dresses beautiful. Like she's just so put together and just like I don't know. She just I can't she's believe fabulous. She a whiskey. Like that just sounds so you'll have to like go and read her story sometime. Or she's got a couple videos on YouTube about yeah. the, her in. whole journey. And I'm like, I love you. I know and, like just her cool story and the whiskey itself being so fun and yeah. easy, which I feel like calling a whiskey easy makes it sound less than, and I don't feel like it is like I no. So in our interim, since we've been gone, uh, my class went well, by the way, uh, amazing. Ooh. Got lots of good reviews from my students, but that's why we have been gone for so long, but in the interim, I've been watching and drinking a lot more wine and watching like wine documentaries. So like Psalm, I know, but I was like, you know, I kind of want to have a fresh palate for when we go back to the whiskey. So I didn't want to be so burnt out on all these whiskeys that it, it wasn't really fun. So I thought I'd leave, I still drank whiskey a lot. It's not a lot, but enough, <laughs> but did a lot more wine during the, during the time as well. But I don't know. I, just listening to people talk about whiskey versus wine is like night and day. Really? And well, yeah, because you get all these like professional, like the, the Psalms in wine are very, it almost feels like they're trying to like out like class you in like their tasting notes and stuff. 
Whereas whiskey, it's just like, this is fun. And it's like more laid back, but I don't know. I forget where I was starting this conversation going, but I've tried whiskey and wine that difference. came from a wine barrel. So that's about as much as I've done. I bought one, but I haven't tried it yet. And I, I want to, but I, I feel like I had something that was aged in whiskey barrels. Maybe it was a wine. I don't remember. And remember going, the whiskey should stay by itself and not like encroach on others. Yeah. So I feel like we're doing this episode completely backwards because we did our blind tasting, then we did our reveal, then the cocktail, and now we're going to go into our intro stuff. Something that I did over our hiatus that I don't know why it didn't occur to me before, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago was to look up if we had any reviews on like Apple podcast or anchor, whatever. Cause I've been waiting for messages on the I'm anchor app. Nervous. <laughs> So no, so Spotify just started accepting ratings. And so you can get rated on there. And we have a five out of five on Spotify, which is great, but no comments as far as I could tell, but I couldn't, I I was having a hard time navigating the um, Spotify. Nobody uses CastBox, which is what I currently use or Google Podcasts, which is another one that I've used. But Apple Podcasts, we also have a five out of five. Uh, so we're, we're killing it and we actually have, we actually have one review from our good buddy, Ken over at Uh, ghost coast all the way back in March of 2021. He commented (laughs) on the, the episodes and he goes a really fun listen for this old guy. I love whiskey. Oh, whiskey. I turned into like a prospector there for a minute. <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> I love whiskey, which, which is a good thing because I make it for a living. <laughs> Listening to these three brilliant women. Uh, I think that's going a bit far with the brilliant there, but I appreciate, I appreciate it. That's just you. That's Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, no. it's amber for sure these three brilliant women starting to get deep into the world that i've spent too much time in has made me remember that there are many aspects about my love that are amazing but i might take for granted i hope they read this and know that their voices will be in my ear holes at times when i am milling grain or cooking a mash so i thought that was a really sweet review and i thought i had to read it out loud i loved that it made me happy so i think going forward whenever we get a new review i would like to read a new review each time we get one so if we get multiples i think i will limit it to one my favorite but for now i think that's that's what i'm gonna do there so i was gonna ask at the beginning what's new with you ladies but we had so much to talk about with three whiskeys going through that i didn't get there but I was just going to mention that I got certified as a, an official bourbon steward. Hey, yeah. I've got my little state and <clears throat> it was, and you're, you're also taking another course, right? Yeah. For Christmas, my amazing husband purchased me the first course, the level one for the whiskey masterclass. So I got my book for that the other day, tasting whiskey wow by Lou Bryson and um it's really really interesting and so that one will be a really interesting exam to take so I'm having fun reading that and then another book that I've been reading that I'm using a lot this season is called Last Call The Rise and Fall of Prohibition 
And like, I've gotten through the first chapter, but you get into the intro and I are like just in the intro alone. I have like 27 things underlined to talk to you ladies about. It's wow. <clears throat> so this season is definitely going to be like the season of prohibition. This the season. And talking about the, the season of whiskey, <laughs> whiskey <laughs> prohibition. And also did the Eve's blind. So we were, I was part of the first class of that, which was really, really fun. And there's a lot of stuff from that class that I will definitely be highlighting in here. So we're, there's an episode that we're going to talk a bit about different grains that you can use to highlight and different how to do a dilution exercise. So we're going to do some dilution, like adding drops of water and counting it and seeing how much it changes and how it changes like the, the proof. And that was so much fun. And so now anytime that I'm like in a really like nerdy mood, I'll, I'll do exactly that with whatever whiskey it is I'm drinking that night. So much fun. Love it. Oh my God. So my, like my whole life has gone a complete 360 since the last time we've met. Like it's crazy. And I know like most people, it's not like I'm the only one, but like a lot has changed. And I like, I quit my job. I started working for my hut with my husband to um, friends of mine being like, oh yeah, like you're really like you're on this podcast and you're really into bourbon. Like, like teach me what I was going to say too. Like what I found a lo- like with women, they've got husbands or partners that are already into whiskey and they just, they've tried, maybe like their, their partner has had a glass and they've tried it and they're like, Oh no, no, don't like it. No, thank you. And they're done. And that's it. And they're like, well, I don't like it. Or I don't like, I don't like whiskey. So how do you, how do you like it? And I'm like, or how, how have you become interested in that? Yeah. How you like it. And so I'm like, well, and it really started with this podcast and starting with Bren in 1792 and what like literally like what we started with. Mm. So the cocktails that we've made, and I know like there's not, everyone loves the fact that we put like some really amazing bourbons into cocktails, but then also that's the great thing about the whiskey community is that most people are pretty open about like you've, you've said before, like putting, like, if you want to make old fashioned with Blanton's, like you should be able to do that. You know, like you bought it, like why the fuck not? (laughs) Yeah. So I've a lot of women, not a lot, but some women have reached out to me and said, like, my partner really likes it and I tried it and I don't. And I'm like, well, let me like, let me come over and let me like pour you some things and show you some things and let's make some cocktails. And a lot of times they're like, oh, like, I really like this. Like, this is so fun. And like, um, you know, like if you do it, I'm sorry. It, it is overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. It's so overwhelming. And obviously like we had Amanda who could like hold, like hold our hands and guide us and, and show us like everything. So like, I basically taken like everything that Amanda has taught me and just like, and, and, and experienced it with other women, like with other women and couples. So I've done a couple, all girl, like all female tastings with women so, you know, of course I brought out my, 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 so um, many innuendos here. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm struggling. I'm, I'm way too much larceny. I don't even, I'm not even like paying attention because I'm so excited. Like I'm not even, I'm not oh, even listening. Sorry. I I'm just watching Amber laugh and I know right. my dirty mind and I'm like, Oh God. Oh God. Uh, yeah. So many memes. Me sorry, and continue. me and so many women. <laughs> I'm, excited. 
I'm, I'm really proud. I see all the things you post about. And I think it's really cool that like you've taken like what Amanda's taught us just even like what in those 12 episodes and kind of like branched out and you're like doing these big elaborate like tastings and like dinners. They're beautiful. I just think it's awesome. Like, I think it's like that it's, it makes it less intimidating and more fun and like oh, like I can drink whiskey, even though my husband like thinks he's like the whiskey guy. Like, yeah, I don't know. And like, I've actually been into a bunch of like liquor stores. That sounds bad. But like where, <laughs> where I'm like, no hey, shame. I'm looking for X and yeah, like, oh, um, you know, either how much does your husband want to spend or like, um, does your husband blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, Amanda was right. Like, I don't like the word, but like, I'm like, funny do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really funny at first. I was like, I love it because I love getting to the point where I'm like, "Mm -hmm, bastard, it's for me. But now (laughs) I'm like, I'm so, I'm like, I'm past it. I'm just like annoyed by it now. So like, I love that I have like my whiskey stores. They know my face. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, crazy ladies. And again, let's like, cause I'm always like, do you have anything that's like, (laughs) whatever? I don't know. Uh, different or whatever. It's, it's truly a like a I hate to say it and I know a lot of men listen but like it's a it's a man's world and I mean I think it's just because like women are intimidated by it like I think mm-hmm. what Mary Beth is doing is really good because it makes women like excited about it and makes it less intimidating and like almost like I have no idea what I'm tasting I have no idea what I'm doing I don't know the differences I don't even know how to make this into a cocktail the only thing I've had is like whiskey and coke and I hated it like it just makes it more fun. So yeah, yeah. we have fun. And I try to keep it just like, I tell them, I'm like, I've been doing this. Like I I always, I'm always like, I started doing this in January of last year. Like I'm no expert. I just, this is what I like. It's like, this is what I found and this is what I enjoy. And like, I just want to bring that and show you. And I've had like, like, so this one, this one party I just, I did a couple months ago, it, she did a, it was a surprise birthday party for her husband who had, who's extensive knowledge And so it was very intimidating for me because he did not know that he was having this party. I had to present him with four or five different whiskeys that he probably had already like tasted, but I was like hoping I didn't know what he had tasted. And then his wife who was like, I really want to learn. I want to be a part of this, but I don't know where to begin. And I, and I don't like it. So like I had like one extreme to the next. And there was this one lady who, who showed up with her husband. It was a couple, it was like a couple's night and I accounted for her. So I, I pre-poured four different whiskeys for them to try. And then I had like the cocktails, like, you know, like the, the sides and stuff to make cocktails with. And they, I accounted for her because she gave me like a number of how many people were coming. And so the girl came in and she's like, oh no, I don't drink whiskey. Like I, I'm not going to do this. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's okay. You know, like no big deal. And, but then the girl who hosted was like, well, we, we, we accounted for you. And it was like, she kind of had to, because like, you know, it's couples and they're all like sitting down. Like, what was she going to do? She had to be left out, just sit there. Yeah. (laughs) All awkward. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But it was funny because she's like, I don't drink whiskey. I don't, I wasn't going to do this, but it kind of forced her. And we all had a blast. Like it was so much fun. Like she obviously participated. And I think when you say like, I'm going to go to a bourbon tasting, you could be like, that could that could sound like you're just, just tasting bourbon, but when you do it in a different way, or you offer like different, a variety of things, 
it can be so easy for people just to try and have fun. And obviously everyone had a great, so like they had a good time or drinking, like, you know, you have snacks or whatever. So it was, I mean, it's been, it's been a blast. Like I've had so much fun with it. I wish I could do it more. You know, I'm, I'm also a mom and I'm trying to run a small business now with my husband. So I've had to like, kind of take a, like, I kind of had to like tell people like, listen, like right now I just can't do it, but I've had like, I've literally had so much fun. Like there's been just so much good that has come from this. Um, and just like meeting people, sharing stories, like the history, blah, 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 like everything. Like it's just been, it's been really fun. And then also like, I can share with my husband now, like we hands down, we've been to Jamaica. We've been, we don't do a ton of traveling. We've done a lot of traveling. And I asked Kyle recently, like, what was your favorite vacation we've been on? He's literally one second was like, when we went to Tennessee and it was just us and we did all those like tastings and we just we had so much freaking fun. And oh, we obviously oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, Mary Beth came to Tennessee. And so we got to meet face to face for the first time after knowing each other for what, eight years now? Is that yeah. eight years? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because yeah. old, my oldest is seven. Fucking hell. Eight he's years. We've known eight each other. Too. You're like, he's there. They're oh, on their shush. way. Mm, so, I, know. I know. <laughs> I know. All my February babies. Yeah stop it he's not but yeah but it, well my george was january he came like a month early so but he was supposed to be february but i think that's the one of the many perks about like not just teaching women about whiskey but like encouraging them to like not be so intimidated by it if their husband or partner or whatever like is into it because it's like a bonding experience. It's like going on a road trip with them or going on a vacation. Like you said, like you got to go to a distillery and like do that with them. Like, I think like they're into it. This is like a really cool thing. And I think if you're not into it, like I know a ton of people, my husband included, who doesn't like whiskey, but like the cocktails, it's a fun spin on it. Like, it's like, okay, I totally get that. You don't want to drink at meat. You'll get there. But (laughs) I tried this cocktail that was awesome. Like, why don't you just try this? And like, you just slowly like can branch out and be like, well, at least I tried this, this cocktail. And I don't know. I just think it's, I do like the cocktail aspect because I think it kind of like helps people. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like it makes it a little, like I said before, approachable, easier. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I've been watching a lot of the wine documentaries and I, I don't like how pompous it is and I know that we play that I have a lot of pompous like stories and notes like to shut the fuck up Amber (laughs) (laughs) and like whatever but I I know I I like that it can be both like you can have like all of this crazy like tasting all the stuff but the thing that is really really cool about whiskey is like I there's times I'm like I don't taste what you taste at all but it's the same exact whiskey and oh. like you're like no it tastes like fish and I'm like it's like this creme brulee it's amazing yeah. and you're like I don't fucking get it and it's so different and I feel like in the wine world it's almost you almost feel pressured to like what like the master sommelier is like I can see and that. I don't necessarily feel that so much with like whiskey like it, which is funny because in the secondary market you do like so the people who are and here I go into all the likes again this is this is the like episode part two Shelly and so like the the secondary market where you're getting like all these like really good whiskeys that people are just trying to buy and resell which is stupid um 
I, I feel like everyone's like, oh, Blanton's, it's like the end all, get all, you can't get better than that. Oh, Eagle Rare, it's the end all, get all, you can't beat that. Oh, Pappy's, granted, I haven't had Pappy's end all, be all. Like, you get that about all these, yeah. all the same whiskeys. And it's like, it's kind of boring. yeah, they're good, but not $500 a bottle good or $200 a bottle good or $150 a bottle good. Like, there's other stuff like, ghost coast like i just had the master blenders whiskey there and it's incredibly different than a lot of the other whiskeys that i've tasted and this is the first whiskey that i'm like this is for sure a beachy like you're gonna want to sit on the beach drink it neat just watching the waves roll in Mm. like you know it's it's but it's it's just different and so i can't wait to start playing with that a bit more yeah so, and all the whiskeys that I picked for season two, I had already purchased and poured at the very beginning of my journey with whiskey, uh, or at the very beginning of the, the podcast, I should say. So the, if I had it to do over again, to send out to you ladies, I don't know that I'd pick the same whiskeys that I've already sent you. So I've switched up what I'm doing for this, the stuff that I haven't sent you yet. Um, but it's just interesting how the palette changes and how like at one point I'm like, I need to find this whiskey. I will pay anything to get this whiskey. And now it's like, all right, it's just over. When it falls out of favor and comes back down to an actual reasonable price, maybe, but I'm not going to go out of my way to find it. If it's not on a shelf somewhere, I'm not going to buy it. And so I don't know. It's interesting how that has shifted. That was it. That's all I got. Yeah. It's fun conversation. Or if you go somewhere and they're like, oh yeah, like we had this, we had this. I think it's fun conversation. It's kind of fun when you go there, if they have it and you're kind of excited, like if you find something that's rare, but I mean, I think if you're actively seeking out and waiting six hours in line at a liquor store for something, I I mean, that's cool. Like you, you know, you do you man, but like, I'm not going to sit there for, you know, at six in the morning yeah. so I can get there's the just latest, greatest. so much good stuff that is underrepresented Available. and yeah. I want to find that stuff now I so. mean and I've tried Blanton's like I was so excited you let me try it but like Bib and Tucker I actually preferred you know like it's but people yeah. are like I don't know what that is you know so I like what you said earlier is like I'm I'm kind of tired of hearing the same like oh my gosh, like call this place because they have this one thing. Like I'm waiting in line and I'm like, it's kind of like, it's kind of boring almost. It's like, I want to know that one on the fifth shelf. Like, what is that guy? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited that you're kind of going that route. Yeah. So season two has a little bit of both. It has some really so our current season has some really like underdogs. I feel like everything I have picked for this season is kind of not all of it, but most of it is stuff that you've probably seen on Instagram with a couple like wild cards thrown in, if you will. But season three, I really want to find stuff that's like, I for sure have not seen this on Instagram, like at all, like anybody else post about it. I know uh, somebody is going to be, don't, don't come at me, but you know, that's, that's what I'm going for. I love it. So any final thoughts? Because I feel like I've kept yes. you guys, I said yes, I was going to be 
Huh? Rate it. Jeez. Wow. Oh, we oh, didn't yeah. rate it before we. Damn it. I knew I, I was missing something. Big time. Fucking hell. We're going to have right, to well, I'll be... post. Listen, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's because we are three can, neat glasses in. And can Don say fucking hell? Because I love it when he says fuck when you're Don? Fucking hell. Yes. <laughs> well, because he, he does that uh, Irish. He does his Irish bro. Oh, the, the, the fucking hell. <laughs> I love it. That's the best. I'll, I'll see if I can get him to record it and we'll edit it in right here. His little Irish is so sexy. Yeah. He's going to love that. So, all right. What do you rate it? Four out of five. Which cup are we talking about? (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, you could totally do that. Like, I feel like. Yeah. A would probably be definitely that four out of five for sure. I hate to say it, and I I have to try Larceny again when I have the correct glasses. But and also, I feel like it's an unfair rating for me personally because it's been forever since I've just like sipped on whiskey. So Larceny, I'll try you again. But um, I really do think that when you have the correct glassware, you'll actually enjoy it. I I really like Larceny in a rocks glass over one of those big ass ice cubes. That's okay. probably my favorite way to drink it. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's over ice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead with your ratings. I was just gonna say that like it's hard for me to like it's kind of like rating Bren when you've never tried any whiskey. You're like, oh, this is so strong. And you're like, oh, actually it's not. It's like yeah. I feel like I need to try this after drinking like four more different ones just so I can like have a fair rating, but I wouldn't rate it a four out of five because I felt like it was pretty hard, hard to palate in my opinion, but. Yeah, I feel like for me, so I, I feel like four is like, that is a good fucking whiskey and five is like that you never see. Right. And so I feel like even my ratings have changed a bit since season one. So it'd be fun to go back to like season one bourbons and whiskeys and like try them again and re-rate them. So like for, for me, like I would say a three would be like, I'd, I'd buy a bottle of this. It could, this could be a daily sipper. Four would be like, I'd, I'd spend a little extra money for this if it were a little hard to find. And five is like, this is my end all, get all, be all for this one. <laughs> exactly. And so I feel like larceny for me is like a 3.5 to four, like in there, like it is a good daily sipper. And I feel like the price point, it's probably a little bit, higher than I would do for like a daily sipper but I don't feel like it's not out of out of reach you know what I mean like $50 is a pricey bottle for most people yeah uh for like beginner drinkers for sure you're gonna see a bottle at 50 bucks and you're like because you're thinking like wine bottle prices but Um, my thing is with that like you're it lasts so much longer I know yeah, I can drink does. a whole bottle of wine. I cannot drink a whole bottle of bourbon. Yeah, so. Like, I mean, <laughs> you would die. I would die. Fifty dollars yeah. for a bottle of whiskey to me, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You know, like, yeah. But I guess like, it sounds like larceny. Larceny comes in a big size too. Not everybody does it really. In. Oh yeah, it does. It does. I forgot. It comes in the big boy. I think I have a big boy upstairs. So. Yeah, no, it's a really good one. And I feel like Larceny is definitely one of those that's a really good intro as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes a good, it's a solid 
it is a solid three and like a low four. Yeah. When you put it in that perspective with how you said your numbers, I agree with you. Like with the four, with the way a four is, I would say like, yeah, like, you know, that's, that's just me personally. And then I feel like the alcohol content is pretty, pretty reasonable as well. Like it's at the higher end for a beginner maybe, but again, not, not approachable. So, um, age, I don't think it has an age on this, does it? I do not know the age on this. I don't remember reading it anywhere. It's not on the bottle. So any final thoughts before we do the outro? Oh, we are changing the schedule from being published weekly to bi-weekly. So I know most of season one was actually just whenever it showed up. So you could never quite expect it because we like to be like the Spanish Inquisition because nobody <laughs> expects the Spanish Inquisition. No yeah. one's going to get that joke. There's like three of our listeners that'll get that one. I'm fine with it. So questions. Answer, maybe. One um, is from a listener. Ooh. Is there anywhere you could send me to buy the list prior to the show like a website instagram like anywhere where like if somebody wanted to like sip along Mm -hmm. um that they could pre-buy what we're going to be drinking so here's the thing is because i like to keep it secret from the two of you i find it difficult because i'm usually pretty picky about who i will send that list to because i don't want you two to figure out what we're drinking And I don't know a lot of times if those people will think that they're reaching out to the wrong person and be like, oh, hey, I know we're drinking larceny for for episode 13. However, I have had the thought of doing like some more webinar type of stuff. So when we do our recordings, only have like the three of us like co-hosting and then people can participate. So they won't be on screen, but they can listen in and do like use the chat to comment and stuff. But even then I'm having a hard time figuring out because it wouldn't be anything that I could give them (laughs) ahead of time. Amber. But, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's, if anybody who is listening really wants to know, they can reach out to me on our Gmail, our email account, (laughs) which is blindrams at gmail.com, you know, ask and then I can let you know so that way you can do the same blind tastings that we're doing but I again I don't know how much heads up I could give you unless you swore by pain of death that you would not tell yeah. Amber and Mary to, Beth like, you know to you personally yeah. like, my second question yeah was I know that like podcasts you can't see people but like we're doing this via zoom mm-hmm <laughs> When we start versus when we finish the podcast, what change do you see in everybody, in all of us? Oh, we go from like really bubbly, really happy, like very animated to like, I notice everybody, normally when we start the podcast, we're like center screen, like your head's like dead center. <laughs> By the end of the podcast, everyone's in like the bottom. Some corner. <laughs> 
hanging on leaning over to the side and then I am almost always sitting here wiggling in my chair because I always have to pee because my children have ruined my bladder I mean Um, accurate yeah two pregnancies in and they're screwed I've already peed myself so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) I'm like sitting here thinking I was like I could wear like I could go astronaut style with a diaper yeah just full Um, blown yeah pee pads no lay the pee pads down (laughs) just get those dog pee pads out it's awful being a mom man the sacrifices on your body it's legit uh so all you men go out and buy your wife a bottle of bourbon or and pee pads do you notice do you notice anything in particular with mary beth like what changes in her from the hour that we're together whilst drinking oh is it that obvious No, I noticed myself, and so I'm just wondering what Amanda sees. Okay, <laughs> I I noticed that I definitely get flush. Uh, the Irish in me comes out, and I get the pink cheeks and the pink nose for sure, and uh, smiley. And then all of us, the eyes start getting real, yes. real small, like sleepy. But it all starts off like super, super chill. Yeah. But I know when I was editing audio, the audio, I would. I would hear a lot more like ums and likes and stuff from me. And I interrupt a lot more at the ends of the episodes than I shut your face, Amber. <laughs> and, <laughs> but Mary Beth just kind of like chills out. She looks like she's got her arms like crisscrossed on the table. Just I do. chill. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the hair comes to the side. For both I know. Of them. So it's, it's, this is like all natural tonight. So been a day so what what was you what were you picking up on there amber what was you picking up on girl <laughs> going with it i was gonna fix myself and then decided not to i have noticed that like mary beth gets like almost like kind of sultry you know like she, she, she just goes jazz lounge on us yeah, for sure like she goes from like being like very like alert to being like this sexy jazz lounge in the 20s like you could see her smoking like a skinny cig you know <laughs> and so wait you said that and i just remembered our the last episode that i just listened to was the scotch episode the um the craig isle and all I could think of is all of us were going, we should get a cigar and drink some of this peated scotch. And we didn't oh, when yeah. we were here. And so now we're going to have to make that an episode where we're smoking yes. cigars and drinking scotch. Continue. Yeah. Amanda, I don't know if I, like you're, you've got this on lock. I don't know if you change that much. I, I think that maybe you just get more wiggly, but like, I don't notice like anything. I do get wiggly. I, I start doing the pee pee dance about two hours in. Yeah, I just my face. I, feel like I go from like, hey, like very like wide eyed to like, <laughs> I'm just like, well, you don't get the drunk face on, but you do go from like very like bubbly and giggly and like, Aha! and like picking back to like just giving me faces <laughs> and doing like the the um the body language talking instead of like verbal stuff, which would be much more helpful on a Mm -hmm. podcast right so um maybe we should start recording the the visuals as well and putting those (laughs) on facebook because i feel like half of the entertainment would come from that i am very like physically like expressive so but no i look i feel like i look the most affected by the whiskey is what my goal in that conversation was i'm like wow really i'm looking at the screen and amanda's just like no, you hold like, yourself well. 
I'm faking it. I got to smile so it doesn't look like I'm physically in pain with how much my bladder is holding at the moment. I've already peed twice, so. <laughs> my bathroom's literally on the other side of the house. So, right. And there's only one. So if anyone is in there and you're the children or the husband, there's, there's no, there's no relief. Well, I appreciate you doing this. It was really fun. I love the fact that we learned about the classes. I would love to do this again, like at the end of season two and kind of see like Mm -hmm. with another bottle, like just how it differs too. So yeah, super interesting. So thank you for your knowledge. You're welcome. I feel like there wasn't a whole lot of knowledge this time around because I didn't get into any of the fun stuff that I was really hoping to, but I, I think that we're definitely going to get into more of the history stuff. And I've been teasing a lot of like coworkers and friends and stuff, but saying that this is going to be the season of archives because I've already been looking through the stuff that I work with at the university and have found a lot of primary sources and stuff. And so I'm going to like all sneaky, like get y'all in hooked on um, history and going to check out your local archive on see if there's anything cool there. So I've got some primary sources That's cool. on whiskey. So I have like, I have physical prescriptions that were written during uh, prohibition for whiskey um, that I've had like laid hands on and got to clean and like, it's just so cool. And, you know, I don't know, just like goofy shit like that. And like journals written by uh, people who were living through prohibition talking about like what, how it changed their life and what it changed. And then this book, The Last Call has really opened my eyes on like looking up some other stuff that I'm hoping to like find this season. So we'll see. It's like, just really interesting. And like, just how the whole temperance movement changed American, like politics in general is just wild, crazy. Like there are facts in this book. So I'm like, that's not true. And like, you go look up like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like just crazy. And it's like, all because like people are afraid of other people drinking too much. I don't know. It's just, it's wild. And it's so, I think the part that makes it really crazy is it's still so relatable. So, yeah, I don't know. Like with, you know, the whole cannabis uh, temperance prohibition that we've got going on now, but also just the, the waves, the ripples that are still going through from that history. And like, a lot of things that I personally have issues with is purchasing whiskey here. So if I find something really interesting, if I try to buy it from overseas, so any of the, there's several scotches that I've tried to purchase that you can't find here or I can't find in Tennessee. So I've tried to purchase directly from the distiller and I can't have it sent here because of the liquor laws specifically in Tennessee. And the Mm -hmm. liquor laws in Tennessee are vastly different than what you would find in Ohio or Florida or whatever. So there's been a couple of times where I've had to <clears throat> excuse me there's a couple times where I have for sure not had stuff shipped to a different state that didn't have those same laws and then all sneaky like had sent <laughs> me through back loops uh that didn't happen for sure but you know so it's silly it's silly that one state will have one one has another I don't I mean yeah, so there, I was trying to like read up on that, like the difference in the the prohibit. Like, I still call them the prohibition laws. I don't know what they're actually called, but they're they're holdovers from prohibition, and each state has a different 
way they handle liquor and it's different than beer and wine, which is interesting. So, <clears throat> but it was so complicated that I couldn't quite wrap my head around it. So maybe, maybe one of our, our listeners can volunteer to come chat with us about that. Yeah. I won't call anyone out specifically, but anyway, yeah, that's all I got. Yay! I'm so glad to be back. I feel like I've missed you guys so much. Hopefully she can cut this out, but like, I've just like really missed this. Yeah, me too. Cocktail hour is my favorite hour. So that's it. That is episode one of season two. So that's episode 13 for us here. And if you would go ahead and do us the greatest favor and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Blind Drams on both of those or on Twitter, which I've been horrible at updating, but you can follow us there at blind underscore drams and have any comments or notes or things you want us to do or stop doing, or just <laughs> you want to hang I don't know, hang out, find out what we're drinking, blinddrams at gmail.com for any emails. We also have the Patreon. If you wanted to do some monthly contributions there, we, I have changed it up a bit. And so it's a lot more reasonable pricing so that's patreon.com forward slash blind drams or a tip jar type of situation so i've got paypal.me forward slash blind drams as well and then if you wanted to download the anchor app like the ever famous hayden basil you can download the anchor app and send us a voice message and that link should be in the description as well don't have it written here and then you can leave us with whiskey recommendations that you want to see come on the show, any comments, questions, let you know what you like or love or hate, and then subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and share with friends and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so more people can find us or wherever you listen. And that's what I've got for this evening. Thanks for listening to us drink larceny and let me (laughs) fool the ladies I think I'm going to call this one uh, the the larceny threesome. Oh, or something. I, like it. I don't know. We'll go there. You got us. That was <laughs> good. So, all right. That's all I've got, ladies. It's been a blast and I've, I've had fun. I can't wait to see you in two weeks time. Two weeks. Two weeks. All right. Love I you. Love you. Mwah. Love you. Miss you girls. I know. Bye. See you later. I'm going to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Become a patron to help us buy even more amazing fun bottles of whiskey to try. Send in corrections, ideas, or whiskey news through email, the above social media accounts, or by voice message on anchor.fm. All the links will be in the show notes below. We might even include it on the next episode. Rate and review us on your podcast player of choice. It helps us be a little bit more seen and get our name out there. And lastly, please drink responsibly. Until next time, this has been Blind Drams. Go forth and share the whiskey.